Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt. Yes, Leanne. I I ha- did a little trip recently okay, with some okay. some girlfriends. My breakfast club. It's it's really part of my good day. Mm-hmm. But when we were on that little um, excursion, we did we went to antique shops, and now oh, that's so fun. Doggone it. I, I just, I'm never probably ever going to Disney with you, but I will keep my eyes peeled at places for you for Listen, little things. The same day that you were doing that, I found something at the thrift store. Did you see it? I posted it on Instagram. It's a record of the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes, it's right there on the wall. <laughs> the reddish, it. orangish oh, with I the pirate. It. I see it. It's an original record from the 70s oh, from Disney. Okay. And I bought it for 50 cents. Oh. 53 cents with 53 tax. 53 cents. Okay, well, I bought... And I looked... Listen, I looked it up on eBay. And? People are selling it for minimum $80 up to 250 <gasps> Okay, well, And you know what? I'm not selling no, it. No, you're not I, selling it. Because I love a treasure yeah, like that. I do too. I do I too. I bought you some little goodies. <gasps> what? <laughs> you didn't tell me before. I wish, I wish people <gasps> could see your face. I bought those for your little shadow box. <gasps> this is so good. It's, Aren't they good? This Mold- is so good. Oh my gosh. This is so good. They're warm. Where did you have they those? They were in my pocket. <laughs> Listen, chubby so girls' good. pockets get warm. Um, those are yeah, so it's, good. It's their little, for those of you that cannot see them, and we will try to remember to post them in stories yeah. on um, on Wednesday. They, they are Mowgli. Well, they're little like pewter things. So one of them is Mowgli. No. No? Wrong. Mowgli? One of them is Pinocchio. Right. One of them is Snow White. Right. Oh, that's right. And this is Lady in the Tramp. Yes, I passed on Mowgli. Yeah. Because once I saw Lady in the Tramp, I was like, oh, I Did love Did they have more of these? Yeah. Oh, yes. <gasps> <laughs> that's so awful. Oh, thank you. I you love know, surprise oh, podcast I gifts. I know it's you so do. Fun. I know your face. I do. You, have... grabbed your, you grabbed your little cheeks. I know. <laughs> Listen, I have to tell you something. I just told Mallory this last night. I was looking for some little thing, tchotchkes for our house from Timu. And right now, you want Timu's feeding me? It's feeding me swans. Oh, all the swans! That makes me so happy. <laughs> you buy one thing, and now it's swans. <laughs> My swan Moo I gotta, lo- you gotta I know. love it. You love that Moo. I love that Moo It's so funny. Um, my good day was. Do you have any more? What'd you do with your girlfriend? Okay, well, actually? I'll just tell you my good day. Um, we okay. This is. Let me just encourage everybody out there that has little ones at home that you're like. It's me. I think this season might last the, for all my whole life. It doesn't. Mm. And then when it doesn't anymore, you can fill your days with things that you choose. Sometimes, yeah. not all the time, That's but right. sometimes. And so, um, I have three girlfriends. We are in something called Breakfast Club happened on Facebook. I've talked about it before. And we get together every eight to 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do little field trips. I love a good field trip. And so everybody had to have their day completely clear with no other plans and nothing else going on. And we met at, um, well, I picked up one of them and one of our girls moved to a different city. Yeah. Made a change, made this huge life change, which 
is a little bit about what our topic's going to be yeah. about today, but she made this huge life change. So we went to her new house I love and that. we just kind of sat around the table and encouraged her and looked yeah. around and came up with ideas of where she could put what. And it was just That's fun. fun. And then we took the whole day antiquing. We went to a, a, this adorable diner and, and then we went to What's the diner called? Uh, Samantha's. I've been there. It's it was delicious. Yeah. yeah, I've been there. It was so good. We had a wonderful meal there, and then we wrapped up the day at Milk and Honey with oh. a hot fudge and peanut butter sauce mm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just so lovely not to rush. Yeah, we didn't have to rush. Nobody had to be back for anything. We just took our time, and we got some really sweet treasures. Yeah, and all of your kids are out of school, aren't they? That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every every kid. They're not school age no, kids anymore. No, there are yeah. There they're are like no teenagers sc- or above. There are yeah. no school age children. They're homeowners now. There are some homeowners oh, in our my. in our in our um, friend groups kids. There's <gasps> people. Well, when you're 55, bing, you bing, bing, bing. <laughs> when you're 55, you get to do those kind of things. Yeah, it was just lovely. That Listen, was my good day. What was yours? Mine was we have a friend. Um, it's gonna. This is gonna start off as a sad. We have a friend who has been through the ringer the Mm. last two years. Mm. The two biggest things are her mom passed away from Mm. cancer, a Mm. long, drawn out, Mm. sad battle with cancer. And she was close with her mom? Yeah, close Mm. with her mom. Mm. And then her husband left. Mm. Just kind of one day flipped the script on her. And just didn't want to be married anymore and left. And and, and they have children. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have four kids. What four? Wow. And um, it was her birthday. And this was her second birthday um, Mm post-divorce. And her family threw her a birthday party and invited me and Mallory and our kids and my mom. And it was the first time Mallory had been to her house. um, And my mom, I think, had been to her house. But I have never been to her new Mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. And she bought like this 1800s home, like old 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 house that someone had flipped and you know she just has made home Mm. and her home is so cozy they she it's such a good lesson she lived in a really big home um prior and she found a house that has enough bedrooms for all of her children and for her so each child has their own bedroom one of them are share one of them shares but there's four bedrooms okay and um she has just made home and it was just so nice to be in her house with her and that's such a good that's such a good example and such a good lesson for people who feel like they like they don't have enough or they can't do it yeah you you can yeah you know it just looks different maybe than you would have visualized for your life but you can make home listen one of my favorite stories elaine her name was um elaine dawson Mm -hmm. from west virginia i used to do tv down in west virginia Mm -hmm. at fox and abc down there in charleston and i became friends with her on facebook and she had she always updated facebook with the lovely meals that she was cooking for her husband dudley now dudley has said dudley and dudley has since passed away but they lived in the most adorable mobile home trailer with a precious front porch and she had a lovely life with Dudley making meatloaf and mashed potatoes and green beans from yeah, the garden. I love that. You don't have to have a big no. Chip and Joanna Gaines right. modern farmhouse looking house to make home. You right. really don't. And no shade on Chip and Joanna. I love them. I love a little Chip and Joanna. <laughs> Chip and Joanna, if you are listening. <laughs> 
but but like you could be a guest yeah yeah you we could, could, you could, well, you could. could we would love to come and film or record a podcast yes, we of would. the silos yeah, that would be nice just um, let us know but to that point Ch- chip and joanna would agree with you can make a lovely cozy home absolutely in a single tr- mobile home trailer absolutely not even a double wide well and i told wide. i told our friend i said you know what you could make a mansion out of a shoebox just from the mm-hmm. way that mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. creates home. And you know, really what it was for me was it, it the physical feeling of her house really was just the manifest, you know, the word manifest means a lot of stuff right now, but it truly was the manifestation of her resilience and yes. her grit over yeah. the last right. year to say, I'm going to choose my forward mm-hmm. instead of yeah. getting stuck and, in my and, past. And, you know, determining, and these are the things that are important. Absolutely. And these are the things that I'm going to, that I'm going to pick. I think sometimes, I think sometimes we trick ourselves or we tell ourselves that if we had more money, oh. you know, our life would be so different. Well, you know what I always say is Jesus, just let me practice for You're a little like, bit. You'd like to try it. But, I'd like but, to try it. But the truth is you, you don't. That doesn't have to be, that's not a prerequisite for a happy life. Absolutely. Sometimes, Absolutely it, sometimes it makes it, it makes it worse. It, it harder, it you does. know, more challenging. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. So yeah, I was just so proud of our friend and um, yeah, it was such a good day for our family to connect yeah, with them. That's great. So, I, like, I like that day. Hey, why don't you kick us off okay. on this topic? Cause you asked the question. <clears throat> I did. I, I asked a question some time ago in my, um, Instagram community, what is the thing that you wish you would just do? Mm -hmm. What What was it that prompted you to ask that question? Do you, did something happen that made you go? No, Matt. Um, What happens when I do pillow talk on Monday mornings (laughs) is I have to think of questions to ask, Yeah. to ask. And each week it's different. So I have to ask, I have to just, I have to just dig around in there in the old rusty brain and be like, okay, what, what's a question? And when I, ask a question when I drop a question box where people mm-hmm. can put a sentence or two. I w- I like those to be a little reflective. Yeah. Not yeah. always like yeah. this, this, this week it was, what's your, what's your routine when you get it? Hey, this is a good question for you. What is your routine? Cause I noticed you didn't drop uh, the answer in the question box. <laughs> um, what is your routine when you go to get in bed? Because everybody, now I don't mean like with your nightstand or whatever. I mean like, what is what it what are the what's the situation with the pillows and the blankets like everybody has a, this is a long every yeah <laughs> this is a long question first every, everybody has their system yeah. well here's of, i'll tell you mine okay tell often when the kids are in the showers we let our kids shower in our shower and in their shower so i often will start off the night in my clothes on my bed mm-hmm. then once the kids move out see and everybody they wind everybody down, has a system i'm yeah. i believe in I once believe the it. kids move move on with okay. their day okay i will change my clothes go in the bathroom i usually wash my face brush my teeth and then come okay. to bed do you wear pajamas no no that's private <laughs> do you, do you, i don't want to say <laughs> this is uncomfortable you always do this to me I feel I like I'm know. on the spot. We don't edit like, this you know, podcast. Some guys, some guys like Daryl just wears his boxers. Like but but like if he's up and around, he'll wear like flannel PJ bottoms. But you know, do, here's the thing. <laughs> By the time I go to bed, I'm not really up and around. I'm in bed. Okay, all right. So I will I mean, I have sweats that I'll wear on the weekends, okay, but I don't it. really, okay. ha- I don't but mess around But you wouldn't wear those to bed. You're probably boxers oh, no. or, okay, okay, got yeah. it. Okay, all right. I just wear my undergarments, okay. my unmentionables. <laughs> okay. I don't like things wrapped around my legs or oh, my arms. Okay, it makes it. me feel claustrophobic. Okay, okay. Back to the pillows and the blankets. So like, then the system. I will 
pull back the the blanket okay. and the and the sheet. Okay. And then I actually like to make a little arena. I, I knew it. I knew I it. I have four pillows. Okay, a I'm, bed pillows, not throw pillows, no, but bed like pillows. bed pillows. Okay. Two queen ones and two king ones. Okay. See? The king okay. ones go parallel to my body so okay. I can hug them with my okay. shoulders All if right. I flip. Wow. Okay. And the two queen ones go in the middle. So it's like a little arena and I'm like go to sleep yay Matt <laughs> and they're all all the pillows okay. are just around me does the flat sheet come back up yeah okay yeah. does the blanket come back yeah up? okay yeah. so it's flat sheet blanket there's no extra blanket there's no extra right, blankets no. or okay because I and, have and it, sometimes in the summer <clears throat> we don't even use the flat sheet Ooh. Okay, that's a millennial. Mine thing. is much more complicated. We won't get into my yeah, system. Yeah, we're already twelve minutes in. I'm fifty-five, <laughs> and the system, as you get older, gets a little probably more quirky and weirder. Well, um, mine's but, not that quirky. But well, having an arena of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a side sleeper, so I want to have a pillow on either side to hug. <clears throat> my so. um, our oldest son, his girlfriend says that um, he has another girlfriend, and it's his body pillow. Oh my! Teddy just loves his body pillow. We had one of those when Mallory was pregnant, but yeah, I it did came too. in between I us too. physically. Um, so, so I, you know, sometimes we'll ask a question yeah. like that, like what's your what's your system when mm-hmm. you go to bed? But typically, it's it's questions where I that I that I want us all to think about, yeah. like or, or to ponder right, on. Right. And so this one just came to me, and I think part of it is I think a lot of us have dreams and a mm. lot of us have hopes and aspirations for our life but what are we doing to move toward that yeah what are the things that we're doing to to move in that direction mm-hmm. because i and you know this about me and and i talked to so one of our breakfast club gals wilma is a clinical counselor and i talked to her about this whole thing because i asked that question on my instagram and i i and and so many people answered it, and the more I read, I, I just got sad. Mm, why I, is that? I, because it just made me sad that people aren't doing what they always wished and hoped for well, their life. Like I think, what would be helpful for me is what are the pe- what are people saying they wish they were doing? They wish they were doing a different job. They mm. wish they were starting their own business. Mm. They wish they were married. They wish they um, could move would move to a different city. They mm. They wish they would move to Florida. They wish they would, um, well, a, a big one, it, a big one, a really big one. I want to say five out of 10 people write a book. They mm-hmm. want to write a book. And I'm like, so my question is, what are you doing toward writing the book? Right. Because we can't keep saying we want to write a book. And then all of a sudden we're 72 and we're not writing we're still Anything. not writing the book. Right. Or we're not write, daily writing. Um, a good example, um, our friend Molly, her mom, um, Nan on the gram, Nancy. Um, I love her. Mm-hmm. She 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 writes. She writes for pleasure. She's a beautiful. She's writer. an incredible writer. So she writes these short stories and she writes for her life. Mm-hmm. So I just think if you want to write a book, what are the things you're doing to to work toward writing that book? Um right. I, th- I think of Johnny Cuff and Donald Miller. I love those authors, mm-hmm. and they they have a they have a strategy of they write something every day. Yeah, you know they're yeah. they're they're constantly honing that craft. Right, and it just I it just made me sad because I'm like, wow, like we're given this one this one life, and it goes so fast. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not going to ring the bell because I'm I'm not teasing. I am 55, so I think. 
you know, in 30 years, I'm going to be 85. Right. So what am I doing the next 30 years? And what are the things I really want to do? And I better be making moves toward doing those things so that I'm not 85 wishing that when I was 55, I would have tried it or done it or even tried it and failed at doing it. Right. So after I asked that question and it just weighed on me literally the whole week, I thought about it the whole week. Um, and I got great individual time with Wilma, um, in the car. We, cause we drove like, you know, like almost an hour each way and we talked about it and she just had some really great insight, mm. you know, that, and, and sometimes we look at things through our own lens, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy for me. It's easy for me because I have a husband who, owns a business, works full time and makes, uh, makes a setting for me. That's, that's very fortunate and privileged that if I want to, Oh my gosh, I want to try to write a book. I could, I could start, I could start carving out time every day to to do that. So that's not everybody's story, you know? And so Wilma basically just said, you know, they're, they're, with the clients that she sees and the stories that she hears and people's light lived experience is people just are so busy. You know, they're, they're, they're at their job, making their pay, paying their bills, raising their kids. And they're so busy that there's not the margin to work toward those dreams. Right. right. And so I said, well, so then what's the answer? Because I, it makes me so sad to think about people sitting and dreaming of a different life and not making any motion or movement toward that life. And I thought this was the, some of the best advice I've heard for this, Mm. because I think it's easy to look at at especially social media platforms Mm. and events. If you go to an event, you know, I'm going to use Tony Robbins as an example. You go to this event and it's hype, 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 cheer, 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 motivation, motivation, motivation. And it's these, these things that, that are said that, feel canned in some ways to your, you know, according to your life, like, well, that might be fine for that person, but that's not my story. I can't do that. Absolutely. And so she said that what she does is she, she encourages to take one area of life. So if you are working full time, you're raising your kids and you're like the, the business that I want to start or the book I want to write requires m- more money than I have. Mm-hmm. The, and and you know, you're not even sure where all your money's going. Right. To make one decision that will affect all of your life for the good. So that one decision be, I'm going to meet with the guy that does, does the book work at our church. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask him if he will go over a budget or help me with a budget. Someone, right. someone in your life, maybe it's right. a colleague that is great with numbers and budgeting that you start making decisions that you can start putting that money back where you can start working toward that. Yeah. And then when you get a budget, it then spills over to help every other area of your life too. Right. And I just thought that was such good advice. You know, if it's to get organized, so many people said to get organized. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. I, I said for years, Matt, that I wanted to do, I said for years, I wanted to get my basement organized in Walnut <laughs> Creek. You know that yeah. you lived with us and, but I didn't do anything different. So I can't sit and say, I want to, I want to get more organized and then not do anything different than I'm doing. So, so when we moved to the farmhouse, 
I had a professional organizer reach out to me, mm-hmm. Berta from mm-hmm. New More New Every Morning, and she's like, "Hey, I would love to do product. I would love to do a session with you if you'll just share me on your Instagram." And I'm yeah. like, "Done." And then yeah. I ended up hiring her right. to right. come back. And and if you say to yourself, "Well, I can't really hire an organizer. I don't have the money or budget for that," hire her to come for two hours. Right. Right. You know, hire her to, to come get for you a jump start. to get you started yeah. because because if we just say I want to be more organized and we don't make some shifts or changes to do something different, ne- you know, next year we'll be we'll be saying the same thing. Right. And another thing that Wilma said that I thought was so great, and then I know you have some things that that are really great as mm-hmm. far as what you research you've done. She said, "I encourage people to visualize because often we don't." to visualize 10 years from now. So if you're if you're 34 and you want to write a book, visualize that you're 44. And what is the conversation you want to be having with me if we've had this conversation? What is the conversation you want to be having when you're 44 about mm-hmm. this topic? Mm-hmm. And and you know, you don't want to keep you don't want to be saying the same thing right. in 10 years. Right. So I think it's it's interesting because I was, when I was, you told me this is what we were going to talk about. I was looking up, why don't we follow our dreams or what is it that holds us back? And I think there's, you know, I appreciate that you said that there's kind of like everybody has their own reality. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has based off of the family of origin you're in. You know, I said to you before, when we were talking about this uh, podcast, before we turned the mics on, I said, well, the Kardashians are a great example for me of their mother and father father and stepfather, but mother. Yeah. (laughs) They all had, um, their family. They, I mean, they paved the way for those girls. They had every basic need met. They had, and this is making a really big assumption on my part. So hear me, hear me know that I'm saying that they had every basic need met, every bill met. They had connections and a network to leverage. They had, financial backing yeah and so while they have found success they've also had a really easy path yes. with low risk or yes. no risk yes and we may not know all the times that they failed because if you have a million dollars to invest in something and it flops then it's no skin off their back yeah not you know really, what i mean not really i mean what a bummer but you still have more money where that came exactly from. right and so i think there's there are some some things and there are some things that are valid like that, but there's also some things I think that are in our psyche that hold us back. Mm. For example, I think one of the reasons we don't do the new thing or the thing that we dream about or think about is there's actually a fear of leaving our comfort zone. Because mm. here's mm-hmm. the reality. When we make a change, it changes lots of other little things around oh, us. 100%. You know, it changes the people that we spend time with. Yes, you know, we have said things recently where we're like, oh, like the like people that encourage you, people come out of the woodwork, people that are kind to you or people that aren't kind to you or maybe are a little bit snippy with you. Stuff like that as you go through life or maybe you experience some level of success or something exciting, um, things change and our comfort zone changes. Yes, and sometimes right. people don't know what to do with right, us. Right. Um, so I think sometimes it's easier for us to not change and not 
rearrange our life with relationships that we have or priorities that we have because it's comfortable staying the same. And and truthfully, that's human nature. Yeah. Our human and, nature is to stay in the safest, most comfortable yeah. place ever. And sometimes in certain seasons, that's okay. Totally. If you need to not make a change and you need to stay a little bit comfortable or in a comfort zone because that's the season of life you're in. 100%. 100% do that. Right. But if you are saying over and over, I want to write a book, I want to write a book, I want right. to write a book, but there is no movement toward writing that book. Right. Something has to shift. Well, and you need to start something. Yes. Start something. Mm -hmm. The next one I was thinking about is sometimes we don't pursue those things because we're waiting for the exact right time. Mm -hmm. You know, we're waiting mm -hmm. till once I get this in order, once I get that mm -hmm. in order, da 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 da, da mm -hmm. and then I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And rarely, rarely does it actually happen like that. I mean, for me, I don't know what I thought before we started a podcast. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I think I was just overwhelmed with the thought of it all. Yeah. Um, well, and, sometimes we tell ourselves a story that isn't even a real story. Right, right. Or sometimes we even tell ourselves, well, we might do a podcast, but what if nobody listens? What if nobody, yeah. Or, you know, I think I think it's I think it's that. I think sometimes we hold ourselves back because we we don't the unknown. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's we don't know if there's going to be success totally. there. They, we don't know if there's going to be um just failure. Mm -hmm. We don't know if if we don't know what the financial part of it looks like right. or if we're going to lose finances. I mean, all of that matters. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and actually, you know, I will say that, you know, when I was talking about it with Wilma, she was giving such great points. I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to be writing these down because <laughs> they're just so good. And one of the things she said too, and I thought, Oh, this is so good is is we really need to know our limitations. Absolutely. You know, she said that she has wanted to write a book for years. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, she was so sincere and it, I just wheezed. I laughed so hard. She's like, I wanted, I've wanted to write a book for years. I have so much. And she does. She does. She has so much of a story to tell and she has so much to share and mm -hmm. she's so wise. But she said, I just realized recently that I suck at writing, <laughs> <laughs> that I am a terrible yeah. writer. Yeah. I'm not a good writer. And so, I would need to hire a ghostwriter because right. I am not a good writer. So so really knowing whether that is what you're called to and gifted at Absolutely. And, and knowing your limitations, that is also part of it and important. Absolutely. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Here's another one. I think we tell ourselves that we don't have enough time. Mm. But here's the reality is we'll never have enough time. And also something's got to give. Right. So there's something that you're doing guarantee there's something that you're doing that you don't want to do or maybe you don't need to do or maybe is a waste of time did right, i say it right that if you rebudgeted your time right and looked at how many hours you have in a day and take out what you have to do and see what you have left maybe there's something that you yeah, are doing good. that you don't have to do anymore you know th i think this is an interesting statistic right now in america 30 percent of americans under the age of 30 so 30% under 30, under 30, that feels like a catchy thing, um, have a side hustle going in mm, addition to mm. their normal job. That's So 30% of people under 30 have a side hustle. That's That that shows that we're living in a different time. Absolutely. Because our parents would have never had a side hustle. No. Like, especially especially the old older school corporate world. Right, You know, right. you did your corporate job and came home, you know, mowed the lawn, 
you and know. you died a little. <laughs> Seriously. Part of it, honestly, part of the side it's, hustle thing. Oh. And this is what yes. this is what I um wrote next is part of the side hustle thing. It's finding those little things that give you passion. Yes. They might never pay the bills one hundred percent, but they fuel something in you outside of your responsibilities and your corporate job or your day job. Um, and so what it is for me is it's start something small and make time for it. Yeah, that's So good. if you love crocheting, do it. There's a teacher friend of mine that listens to the podcast. She recently started an Etsy store where she's making beautiful blankets for people. She will not quit her job. Well, I don't know. If you're listening, I don't know your plan. But you... <laughs> I, I, At this stage... I, right. Keep, I very right. highly doubt she's going to quit her teaching job to make blankets full time. But, but, but that's where it starts. That's where it starts. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people start like that. Well, and and I love when I hear stories, and, and I know stories like this, um, where people... We know podcasts, or we've heard of podcasters, who started a podcast, let's say, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And after five years, they quit their job, and they're doing... They're now doing right. podcast life full-time. That's right. what they do for their job. Right. <laughs> I think that when... I think the whole side hustle um, mentality has opened up these incredible, exciting doors for people where they're doing something that they're passionate about. And then all of a sudden they're discovering because they're passionate about it, it's opening other doors and other doors and other doors. And I think this could be its own (laughs) podcast in its own right. But I think the generations that are starting side hustles are going, hey, guess what? I don't need to sell my soul to a corporation or I don't need to sell my soul for a paycheck. Right. I can go to work and I can do a good job at work and I can do something else that really fuels that part of me. Right. And I think we've given ourselves permission to say, Hey, my work isn't my identity and it's not my life. Yep. And I also think that the world wide web has the interwebs. Yes. The interwebs (laughs) has made it, incredible for people absolutely you know you can open an etsy shop and all of a sudden you're selling i mean we're selling merch for this podcast that's right which, by the way i mean if you need the link let us know but we haven't really shared it we much have at it, all but we're selling we're selling merchandise now and it's all like it's all through the internet it's no amazing. you know it's amazing so i think that that is opening up these just new doors that weren't there when our parents were right. And I think to that end, the internet has given us connections to people that we would have never Mm, been connected mm. to. I think it can be just like when it, with anything, it can be a blessing and a curse, right? Right, So for me to be on Instagram and scrolling and seeing people doing these incredible things is so encouraging and so inspiring. But if I'm not careful, it can also stir up a little bit of jealousy and say, why them and not me? Right. And so I think with anything, it's a blessing and a curse. Here's another reason people don't do it is because we didn't succeed the first time. So think about this. We've all probably tried something Mm. to whatever degree, to whatever that we had to stop doing for whatever reason, you know. Um, we've tried, a, maybe we've tried a business. Maybe we tried an Instagram. I remember my Instagram account, Teacher Mojo. Yes. I wouldn't say it failed, but I took things a different direction. Yes. See, I don't even want to say that I failed. We don't, we don't like that feeling. But I think because of past failures, I'll use that word unintentionally because I can't think of a better one. Because we didn't reach success the first time, I think sometimes we stop instead of going at it again or regrouping oh, and correct. going. Right. And when I, I was doing my research, I had to laugh. 
because in the article I was reading, it had um, a little blurb about Walt Disney. Of I did, did not plan this. <laughs> this is serendipitous. But this is so fascinating to me. Walt Disney started out in Marceline, Missouri. He was a paper boy. Then he worked as an editor for the newspaper and he was let go of the newspaper. And in his notice, they wrote he had a lack of imagination. So Walt Disney was fired from a local hometown newspaper (laughs) because he lacked imagination. And I think it's easy when we have an experience like that to go, well, I'm never putting myself out there again. I'm not trying. I'm not going to make the most imaginative place on earth. Right. 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 And so I think sometimes because it didn't work the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time that we give up. And, you know, we've all heard the stories of people like um, Colonel Sanders, the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy, he didn't franchise till he was like 60 years old. Right. You know, all those stories. He failed a lot. A lot before then. Yeah. And so you hear those stories of people. Often we see the accolades Mm -hmm. and the celebrations, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we don't, we're not privy often to the failures. And so I think sometimes if we've put ourselves out there, let's say we want to speak somewhere or write a book and let's say we posted something somewhere or we spoke somewhere and we didn't get the response that we wanted Mm And then we, it's easy to hang up on that and hang on to that and say, I'm never putting myself out again. Right, right. Well, how do you think you're going to get better or grow? Right, you right, have to right, just keep going right, after it. Right, right. That's good. And here's the last one is, I think sometimes we listen to the wrong voices. Mm, mm. So sometimes, so I... Absolutely. Sometimes we're, we just listen to the wrong voice. Sometimes there are people in our life who are not encouraging to us. You know, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago at our live event. Um, my friend Eric is like the champion of cheering people on. And I think sometimes if we don't have people cheering us on or saying, try again or, or try it this way or maybe tweak this. You know, you were great at that with me. You're great at that with me. Um, sometimes you Thanks. push me a little harder than maybe I want to be pushed. Well, yeah, the other day I was like, okay, we have to come up with the date of our next live event after the <laughs> April event. And you were like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but I think sometimes when we're, we're, when we're trying something new, mm. it's really easy for people to come out of the woodwork and say, well, why are you doing that? Are you quitting your job now? Mm-hmm. that's weird. Why would you put yourself on the internet like that? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Those might not be the voices you need to hear. Right. Because if you're trying something new and you're right. trying uncharted territory that they haven't walked, maybe you need to find a new circle to encourage you. Well, you know, it's always, always shocking to me, the number of people that discourage things that people love or are passionate about. It's like, why? Well, and I also think, no, 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 you want to do it. Be yeah. ready. No, you want that's to right. do it because that—that's one thing Wilma said when we were talking. When we were talking about this, she's like, "Here's the thing about you, Leanne. Once you decide to do it, you that's go. it. I go. And yeah. and if people are like, um, saying things like that, like, so I mean, what is your what like? So what is your podcast? Or they say it in a way that doesn't mm-hmm. feel like supportive, or it kind of feels like, um. A kind of a an a, a compliment mixed with an insult, right, right. And I just I I just let it go because I'm 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 fifty five. Well, and I'm doing it. I'm doing yeah. it. I'm trying, and I'm doing it. And and at that point, once I've made up my mind, there's not a comment like that that's gonna 
make me go, oh, you know what? Let's close up shop. Right. Put my microphone back in the box. <laughs> you know, I think you have to really know it's the direction you want to go. Well, you have to I be sure. You. you have to be sure. Yeah. You have to be sure. I think that's something truthfully I'm still working on at 38. <laughs> you know, I'm still learning that it doesn't matter what people think. I, I to, truthfully, I struggle with that. I'm like, oh, what if people think I'm trying to be something? Or what if people think I'm better than them? But you know what the reality is, is they don't know my heart and they don't know what I'm thinking. Right. And often none of it has anything to do with them. It's all, right. all about me and what right. I want to do right. and where I want to go. Right. You know, I also think sometimes we think that what if it doesn't work out? Mm. So we're like, okay, what if it doesn't work out? What if, what if this yeah, doesn't then come what? to fruition? What do I do then? But here's the problem. What if it does? Right. If you don't do it. Can you put your phone down for a second? Yeah, I'm so sorry. It was cut. <laughs> Listen, our my phone for some reason was was recording everything we were saying. That's really funny. Was, <laughs> it's so bad. Here's the thing: is <coughs> you will be a sad 85 year old. Mm. Like when you're laying, this is this is the harrowing truth. When you're laying in bed or sitting in your easy chair at 85, oh. and you're thinking over your life, you're gonna go. I'm so glad Matt and I did that podcast. Yeah, I want to give it. I want you know, to. I want to give it a of shot. The thought that you could have is, man, Matt and I should have done a podcast. Yeah. Now I'm 85 and I I really don't have the hoods to do it. I want to give it a shot. Absolutely. And I also think if we pull if we pull our faith structure into this, if mm. we if we say that we aspire to Christian faith and 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 God really being at the just not just the center of our life, but he's kind of blazing the trail before us. If we're supposed to be doing it and it's supposed to be happening and we're trying, we're going to give it our shot. We got to also trust that he's going to help make a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, here's what I think. I think that if you never try, you'll never know. That's right. really what it, yes. if I had a parting shot, that's what it would yeah, be. Absolutely. As if you never try, you'll never know. Right. You'll always live with the, I wonder if, and if you can't go whole hog, didn't you say whole hog a couple mm -hmm. of a while mm -hmm. ago? Yeah. It's a little inappropriate. If you can't go whole hog, <laughs> just make that 1% yes. difference every day. Right. What's 1%? Right. Write more. Make, if you're like, wake I want to open up a shop. Wake up an hour earlier. Yeah. Learn how to do a Shopify. I did, and I don't mm -hmm. know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so just try to hone a skill that can help you towards whatever that goal is. Um, somebody DM me on Instagram and told me that this, the story of Netflix is, is, this is the story of Netflix. And yeah, I, I didn't know this, that they were, they kept waiting until everything was they were waiting and waiting and waiting until everything was in its place, like mm. where it was going to be all like perfect and yeah. in its place. And finally they just pulled, they just did it. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. they did it because they knew that they were just never going to do it. Right. Because everything isn't always going to be just perfect. perfect. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Here's my, here's my last question though. What about the person that's listening that goes, I'm really happy with my life. Oh, I don't have a big dream. Oh, I don't. I don't feel discontent or unsettled oh, at all. Oh, if you are sitting in a place of contentment, just be happy in that. Yeah, and enjoy your life. And maybe you are living your dream right now. And your Absolutely. dream, maybe your dream isn't isn't something like, oh my goodness, like you know, the Grammys. You know, maybe right, that's not right. your dream, but you're living this life that you're like, this is the life. This is so good. These are good days Absolutely. and I'm so happy. Oh my goodness. Just revel in that. Enjoy that. And, and 
just sit in that just sit in that contentment i think that's incredible it reminds me of our friend molly who um you know molly has been a business coach for a long time and in the business world culture it's hustle 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 grow 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 Mm -hmm. more 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 Mm -hmm. and i love molly's message is molly is all about building a soft business Mm -hmm. growing at a pace that's sustainable Mm -hmm. for you Mm -hmm. where you are still in control of your Mm -hmm. life you can still Mm -hmm. manage your life Mm -hmm. it's not overwhelming and you're not all about hustle culture and and it's cultivating a beautiful one thing she says that i love is cultivating a beautiful life offline that you as well as online absolutely to also have that beautiful life offline absolutely and i think i think that sometimes that's the i think that's the double i think that's the danger of social media is is like this like you can do it go 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 you know get up at 4 a.m and don't go to bed until it's all done at 11 p.m you know and i think I think that I do think we're seeing a shift in that. I, I don't, do I, I don't, I, do I, I think people, I, first of all, I think you just, you, you, it's, you can easily burn out, but I also think that people do want a softer life. They do Absolutely. want a life of contentment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, well, before we go, we need to talk about our friends at Walnut Creek cheese. Mm, mm, what mm, have mm, you made? Mm. You made recently some things from there that looked so good. You made a taco salad oh, recently. That, oh gosh! And you know what you brought us that was so good was the butterscotch no bakes. No bakes. Oh, they Those were delicious. Were incredible. Yeah, they were delicious. One thing I love about Walnut Creek cheese, which is the store. It's like Walnut Creek Foods had a baby, and the baby Whoa. that Walnut Creek Foods had is Walnut Creek Cheese and Market. Walnut Creek Foods is the brand which could possibly be in your city yes. at Giant Eagle. Absolutely. You know, um, but Walnut, the local store, Walnut Creek Cheese and Market, they have this incredible bulk section where you can get this big bag of oatmeal. Like you can mm-hmm. get a big bag of quick oats or a big bag of rolled oats and a big bag of flour and a big bag of sugar. Right. I love their bulk section. Right. And I love that I, we live in Worcester. So for me to get to Walnut Creek Cheese, the retail store, takes about 45 minutes sometimes. Really? I, Yes, I, you drive fast in Amish country. I guess I do. I'm about 25 minutes from there. <laughs> but well, you're I, t- I'm 10 minutes to your house though. Yeah, um, but I do love that you can find Walnut Creek food products mm-hmm. in a lot of a the lot local of grocery, grocery stores, stores yeah. mm-hmm. around. Yes, if you don't know where to find some of their products online on their website if you go to walnutcreekfoods.com they have a Mm -hmm. locator where you can put in your Mm -hmm. zip code and see where walnut creek food products are near you yes the i love the story when our son lived in denver that he and his girlfriend went on a little gadabout up in the mountains and they were up in the mountains driving around and they saw this little country store and pulled over and he he literally videoed me videoed and That's said so mom awesome. there are Walter creek foods products in the middle of the mountains at this That's little so awesome. country store and so yeah the locator the locator uh feature on yeah. Walnut creek foods and Walnut creek cheese's website is a good one yeah, you, actually it's on Walnut creek foods yes. um website yeah, and you don't have to drive to amish country to Mm-mm. try no. Walnut creek mm, foods yeah. so hey well thank you so much for joining us in this conversation mm-hmm. about pursuing your dreams and your big ideas you know whether ordinary or extraordinary we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days, days.